Welcome Pathfinders back to the Find the Path Adventure Path playthrough. I am your host Rick Sandage. I am joined by my players. I think we all introduced ourselves again like episode 12. Decided it was going to be every I don't remember, but we're awesome. Yep. I feel like we should all introduce ourselves cuz it's weird that only Rick introduces himself. Those are the exact words that you used when we <laughs> introduced ourselves. Cuz it's weird. Cuz it's weird. Maybe I'll get to the point where I stop introducing myself. Yeah. It's like, if no yeah. one introduces themselves, that's cool. But, but then if when one you're person only does, doing... that's weird. Yeah. It's just how I start the episode. It's episode 14, by the way. It is episode 14. I don't know if there's anything special about the number 14. It's seven together twice, so it's I mean, doubly lucky, I suppose. Blue October is really big into the number 14. There's a four in it, which means it's bad news in Chinese culture. It means mm -hmm. we've survived episode 13. 13 is a great number. Yes, the episode that never ended. It's still going now. <laughs> it's still yeah, going. I was going to say, we just haven't stopped recording. That yes. fight just continues on into eternity. It never really stopped, guys. I have, I have no so, idea if we're cutting that down or not. <laughs> when last we left our heroes, you guys had continued your exploration of the House of Pentheru. You had made your way onto the second floor. Sudi uh, was tripping. Sudi was kind of uh, tripping. Gosh darn it. it. Stupid suggestion. Yeah. <laughs> The bane of uh, all martial characters everywhere. Will and saves. I suppose uh, Unchained Monks, because Unchained Monks lost the good will save. Uh, yeah, so I have uh, good fortitude, good reflex, poor will. We found yeah. Jumanji, but we're not going to open that, so I guess we're not going to be whisked away to a gaming. So yeah, we're the, the a party game. had had a, uh, a fight. It's gameception. Yes, the party had had a fight against a trio of flying heads at that point. Mm -hmm. Two of them were, Bar you know, I really meant to take this word and take it to Dean who is our cameraman and uh, helps with audio stuff. Resident. Varguil. Varguil? I think it's French. So, you know, he Varguil. speaks French. And I was like, oh, he'd probably be able to translate that uh, for me. That, but I'm oh, going to say Varguil. It's like a gargoyle. Well, it's it's V-A-R-G-O-U-I-L-L-E. Varguil. If you're... And gooey sausage, right? If you actually speak French and can give us a pronunciation of that, we'd appreciate it in never... the comments. Yeah, you have to record yourself saying it, though, because reading phonetically is hard. And then you <laughs> had to fight a flying head, which appeared to be something akin to like a bestial gorilla-like head with mm -hmm. six horns that had... Uh, Imanesh. Yes, Imanesh. Before you guys had uh, grappled it, pulled it to the ground, and then stabbed it to death with arrows. <laughs> <laughs> I cuddled it. <laughs> It's kind of like when you wrangle your cat. <laughs> you yes. have to pin it down. To you get... squish it. That's yeah. vet-approved advice. Squish them. Lu yeah. Luna squish gets wrapped in a blanket every night while her antacid pill gets. But he has no scruff of the neck to grab. <laughs> you just have to grab the horns. You grab the bull or the head by the horns. <laughs> so now we were going to go outside and explore the mausoleum, which was the last yeah. kind of bit of this. And place. hopefully that uh, centipede is, is chilling. We're we're he's way over this way. And that's mausoleum's way over that way, and we're exiting in the middle, so hopefully it's all good birds. Well, Let's just be a little stealthy. Before you guys had set out, you had finished exploring the upper floor. Yes. Uh, you had found the, the bedrooms of the two children, yes. which appeared to have been the daughter who had died, although you'd found her hope chest, as well as the ancient wedding dress that she still had within it. So sad times. You had also found what appeared to have been the younger child's room, judging by the fact that you found a copy of Jumanji. We did. Uh, as as <laughs> the board game version, not the video the, game. Yes, the board game version, not the video game. It was next to his Xbox. And it was a box with an X on it. Yeah. And you'd found the office. You'd explored that. You had also found, hidden inside of a decrepit old wasp nest. A cursed headband. The cursed headband. The cursed headband. It turns people into those flying skull things we fought. Yeah, downstairs. the headband of... 
your head be popping off. <laughs> only if you die. So if, if you, you live forever, you can just wear the headband. So it only is for vampires, mm-hmm. I guess. I mean, would it not still turn... Would it not pop a head off a vampire? What if they... They usually crumple Well, is dust. it die or is it undead? Because if you put it on a skeleton, does the head fall off? Well, to be fair, Pathfinder actually goes with a really complicated means by which of killing vampires, which is if you're not using sunlight or immersing them in running water, it is... You have to stake, you have to stake them through the heart. And the holy wafer in the holy mouth. Holy wafer in the mouth. And decapitate. Anoint them with holy, uh, holy water, water and then, and then decapitate them. them. It's the only way to kill a vampire. Yeah, so they should be chill. So <laughs> then once the decapitation happens, then the head would go flying. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a vampire's like contingency plan. Although to be oh, fair... Oh, you want to me? Come yeah. on. <laughs> Although, to be fair, if you kill the vampire, which is like a challenge rating minimum, I think eight or nine, the challenge rating one half beheaded isn't going to be much of a beef. For it you. is if you go to sleep directly after. <laughs> also, I was meaning like vampires are technically dead. That's yeah. true. They're undead. The headband bad. Headband is bad. So, all of you are standing upstairs now. I I'm going to get a little bit of. I think we'd gone back downstairs, haven't we? Have we not? No, you just you just finished no. exploring. We, we had talked about going back the to the mausoleum right. and doing that now. So now we're going to quietly sneak to the mausoleum in case the centipede is hungry. So for you're a real funny. Real quick, um, you can was, try. Was the weird like figure that we saw running outside was that related to the vargoil or is it? You have no idea. You saw him right. twice: once Sadie outside and once inside. Yeah, but we haven't yeah, seen, we any haven't any seen yeah. him since. I think he has something to do with that creepy head guy. Okay, I just didn't know if it was like a separate ghosty thing happening or if it was like just the vargoil messing with our heads it could why not both why not well, i mean the, yeah. the fact of the matter is is you don't know i believe you guys were able to identify the vargoil I think uh, so. but you have no idea what that other thing was or what it was capable of it was turning invisible and charming sooty and doing all sorts yeah, of other crazy no stuff oh yeah did we is. murder that thing yeah it's yeah. dead that, okay that was the thing you you wrangled Oh, that was the thing I wrangled. I'm doing like a hand motion like I'm gripping <laughs> horns. Anyway. So I suppose we will make our way downstairs and out into the side yard. Where did that skull go? Did it like dissipate into nothingness? What skull? The, the guy I wrangled. No, it's, it's, it's still laying on the ground. Corpse. Do you want to take cool it with if you? It's just a bone. Anyway. Don't take it with you. You could put it on like if it was just if it was defleshed. Like a like a cool mantle piece. No. Cut one of its horns off. Yeah, I was gonna say if you wanted to, you could cut some horns off before you guys take. I off. will cut some horns off and put them on a cool helmet. I mean, or something. if nothing else, we might cauldrons. Wanna, we might want to take it to, <laughs> I mean, to identify it and figure out what the heck it is. I really think we should just leave it. People snort mummy dust. Why wouldn't they snort horn dust? I don't want to snort. I want to make a <laughs> really cool pauldron to put upon my shoulders, or like a cool helm, Skyrim style. So. What are we going to do with this thing? Leave it, like we've left all the other creepy corpses behind. It was a pretty. I'm like, gonna. I'm gonna take those. I'm gonna take those horns. I'm gonna why? make. Why? Make really <gasps> you know cool what you should armor? do? No, no. You have you have a cat now. I think I have a cat. Maybe. You should totally make armor for your cat and then put the horns on the back of it. <laughs> that would be very And make cool. it look like like spikes on the back of your cat. Yes. Yes. Have you trained the cat to wear armor? Don't know. Can do it though. Sagira starts to cut the horns off uh, to put them in their backpack. Do we want to take this back so it could be identified? Because we, we don't know what it is. Just leave it here. No, it's mostly fleshy and gross, but I'm going to take the horns. It's quite dead. But in- inquiring minds want to know. 
I'm not would, carting that back through Make town. a sketch. If you want to. Uh, roughly how much does this thing weigh, Rick? Do we know? That was a I have a horn. Can't question. I just take the horn back? Because I'm wondering, like, how onerous would it be to actually carry it back? Because I'm kind of curious. What? Sudi's inquisitive. He's You're like, going to walk around in the, the hot summer day with a dead thing strapped to you? Depending on how heavy it is. It's going to drip on you. It's full oh, of Oh, it's you. definitely going to. I have its horn. Somebody, a, a good enough identifier of, of beasties could tell you what this is based on these horns. Could they? I don't know. Sudi doesn't have knowledge. Wait, do I have knowledge nature? No, Sudi doesn't have knowledge nature, so Some of those, I don't know if it that's possible. It was arcane or planes. It was one of those two. I can't remember which one it was. Some of those, like, historian types that occasionally die in the desert trying to adventure there know a lot of things about bones. So I imagine they could use these horns to know things. Bigger than a regular size head, I'm going to say it's about 20 pounds. Okay, not probably going to do that. I think we should go downstairs. Segura has taken the, the horns. Do you have craft sketching? I mean, I have craft painting. I have, I have okay. a profession I could bodyguard. Just give me about 20 minutes, I can paint a picture of it. Take a piece of paper and just like... That's Roll not it. going to work. <laughs> Make an impression. Do, it, like, do an etching Like the, the veil of whatever. Try the to face. Turn. Yes. I did not just compare this evil creature to Jesus, by the way. I just mean the process of squishing its face on cloth. <laughs> I'm with Anuris. I think we should just leave it. But the horns would, would be interesting. I took, I'm taking the horns. Like, I took uh, the horns. I don't know how long it takes to take the horns. I would say probably by the time that you guys have finished scrounging up all the rest of the stuff from the other rooms, finished kind of appraising the items and then carefully putting them inside of your bags. None of you, of course, have anything akin to like a handy haversack or anything. So mm-hmm. I think you just have sacks that you're stuffing this stuff yeah. inside of. Just yep. sacks. So I'm pretty sure you probably want to wrap some of the more breakable items like that I in an ancient scarf. board game. like pieces that are uh, we already used your scarf I burned most of it but like some clothing and stuff so we have like actually a wedding robe yeah but Uh, we have to cast no we can't oh wait wait, that's right that one's desiccated isn't it that's gonna fall apart if you touch it it tomorrow Sagira takes it from you you're not allowed to hold this (laughs) I'm gonna wrap this decapitated head in this wedding gown that we're not allowed to touch because it might literally disintegrate anywho it's true and it's a collectible piece that we want to sell we make our way downstairs we do we do. Now, we should try to be stealthy, as stealthy as possible, when we are going to this mausoleum, because our friend, the centipede of death, is still in the, the swimming pool. Who is very good at being quiet? I am stealthy-ish. Me. No. You're going to try real hard. Because if we want to try to sneak past this, we're going to have to make as little noise as possible. We're not that close to the pool. We got up to the edge of it before and it ignored us. I'm sure we'll be fine. We have been making a lot of noise, but there's a very good chance that it just doesn't care. It's better safe than sorry. I agree with this. So, stealthy as possible, but we'll also kind of skirt the right edge instead of trying to go toward the pool. Well, especially because we don't know how much uh, noise we are going to make opening the mausoleum. If it's locked or anything like that, we may end up making a lot of noise. We was, it, was it actually a pool pool? We like something you would go swimming in? Yeah. So, oh, when you grew up in your oh. big house, did you have a pool too? Yes. Did Lucky. you use the big pool? Sometimes. Did you shine way more than normal? No. Oh. Did you take a bath in the pool? We it's had a, a pool. house for that. Inside the house, much like this one does. Yeah, I was rich wow. enough to have a bathhouse, but not rich enough to have a pool. You people are all very wealthy. I, my, I never had any of this. Wealthy. I had to bathe in the river. Wealthy. There's with no difference. soap. 
I thought you just licked yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Question for the game master. <laughs> Cat I mean, you, you have that. you have a cat head, and therefore you have a cat tongue. Yeah. Ergo, you could clean yourself by I, licking. I, I don't. I don't know if cat folk do, do that, that though. though. That's I, I, strange. That seems a little too. Now I just have this image of you like sticking your leg way up in the air and licking the. <laughs> that's why I'm so. That's why I'm, that's why I'm so flexible. It's from years and years of basically being Bleeding boneless. Yourself. Oh God. I imagine that you probably bathe normally. <laughs> although I bet you probably like spit shine your hairdo. Just to keep it like nice and slick. Oh, yeah. does the, does the thing where like he's, he's got a big date and he like licks his paw and then like puts it back. Like, yeah. 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 Like, like your partner's like, like some sort of 1980s love interest or something. Oh my. He's got a swoop. Anyway. All right, so we're going to try to be stealthy. This is going to go real bad. Just try. I have a minus five. It doesn't hurt you to try. Do we want to go all at once or do we want also, to go you individually? Go <laughs> We'll make less noise if we go one by one. Well, we always go to... We, but we, Sagira points at um, Citra. We always go first because traps and also, like, I kill stuff real good. Okay. I'll stay with Onyotis. So mechanically, here's what we're going to do. I'm going to need a stealth check from the entire party. Uh, I'm just going to go ahead and give you all a plus six bonus on this because you're at least 60 feet away from the creature. Yeah, we're far away from it. Man, I am I am stealthy. So okay. I will roll for the creature. Perfectly averagely stealthy. Sagira limbers up. So you would all make your way downstairs, navigate back through the, the lower landing, and head over towards the set of double doors on the western wall of the compound. Pushing these open, before you would be the western side of the estate, the large yard that you'd seen before, which had been given over to sand and sun-dried earth at this point. Although at one point you think maybe this was some sort of garden, judging by the number of pots that you can see lining the outside of the walls. There are numerous stone benches here that line the walls of the yards and a large tiled pool, which is off towards your side, that you know has a uh, an unwelcome occupant. You would descend down these short flight of steps, which would lead up towards the pair of pillars that flank either side of the double doors that you're exiting from as you make your way out into the courtyard and your feet would crunch onto the sand. The sun has come up in full by this point and paints the yard in brilliant shades of orange and gold as golden yellow as it blasts across both the sand as well as the matching sand-colored walls. If at one point, and more likely than not, there probably were decorations set upon these walls or paintings, they have faded away with the passage of centuries. Off towards your right-hand side as you exit, you can see the squat stone building with the columns at every corner that marks the family mausoleum. So what do we get for stealth checks? Sigur. Sorry, does my favorite terrain apply? I can't seem to find that. There it is. It does. Urban. Urban. Yes. I figure she probably hasn't been in the desert that much. Um, 25. Sudi? Sudi will be slinking with a 27. Citra? Citra is going to be all sneaky-like with a 26. 26. Onuris gets an 8. Well, that's why eight. you're last. Is that with the plus 6? Yeah. Very well. Oh, that wasn't wow. with the plus six. Uh, 31. Okay. I was going to say, I was like, man, I got Sorry, sad, I forgot. Sadly, much like the chain, you're only as stealthy as your least stealthy party member. Well, we had him hang back. I, I wear, I'm in that split mail. I have no ranks in stealth. I have a one dexterity modifier. With you, that plus six he gave us, that means I got a plus one to what I rolled. You know that we all did this just to see what would happen to you on yours. <laughs> Additionally, I 100% out of character built a ranger to be stealthy, wear light armor, and totally slink through things. I forgot that Onuris was going to wear all the loud stuff. So suppose Sagira <laughs> makes her way out 
followed shortly behind by Citra as the two of them kind of slink along, following around the outside wall before making their way, darting the short distance, no more than about seven feet between the main building and this mausoleum, and reaching the set of doors there. Sudi would follow you with all the cat-like grace and expertise that you'd come to expect from someone who has... Uh, Actually, I think you just wear linen wraps. Around yeah, I, I don't even wear armor. So, and that's mostly yeah, just so to the protect cat paws. Yeah. It's hot <laughs> AF on the ground. It is really starting to heat up out here. I wear soft-soled boots. A tiny scorpion would watch you from the nearby bench, raising up his tail before skittering away, doing a little like crab walk thing. I like to think that Segura does like the chest like out, like, <laughs> come at me, bro. <laughs> <laughs> pose. Following along would be the crunch, crunch, crunch of Onuris. How much does Onyurus weigh? I think he is the heaviest man. He's definitely weighs 175 biggest. pounds before any of his gear. He's a, a big guy. You're a big yeah. old slice of dude. <laughs> the light blazing off of his golden skin as he strides out into the open court. He's very epic. <laughs> so you're just like, we will need to cover are, you. Are you also head. doing the dramatic slow walk? Like, he's in, probably in trying to be quiet, so he's like, I'll just walk slow. That's how that works, right? So you're oh like... My. Makes a mental note. I've got to teach him how to walk with his toes first. Like, <laughs> not heel to toe. The other direction. You're much softer and quieter that way. It's okay. I'll walk slower. That's quiet, right? That's probably exactly what Onuris does. You already walk so much We're all just standing on yours, by the yeah. door. Like, just watching him going, what the crap? <laughs> I have to raise Leave me alone. I, I imagine the other three members of the party are kind of watching on yours, watching towards the pool, watching on yours, watching towards the pool. You'd reach the mausoleum door without interruption. <laughs> Nurse hands Citra the key. <laughs> she takes it with a grin. <laughs> Make sure it's not trapped. <laughs> now that you're looking at the mausoleum, at each corner stands a column carved to resemble men and women with their arms crossed over their chests, uh, much like you usually kind of expect of Egyptian-style statues, although these are not holding like the ankh and the... Uh, I think it's a whip, usually. Uh, yeah, uh, I was going to say, it's either like a whip or some kind of a decorative rod. Yes. Looking well, sometimes it's a little... Um, it's the, the curved staff. The curved staff, staff, staff and then usually yeah. the like rod with, like you said, it looks almost like a whip. I don't know what that there's is. The, there's the thing you can cut wheat with. I can't think it's called. Sickle. A sickle. sickle. Yeah, sickle. Sometimes they have a sickle. These people just have their arms crossed. They're not carrying anything. That's because they're relaxing. A set of stone doors would stand on the, uh, the face of the building that you're approaching now, carved with reliefs... And the faces of two men. The same ones that were on the gate outside? The same ones that are on the gate outside. Uh, somebody the younger. There are hieroglyphs. There are hieroglyphs carved into the door just beneath the faces. What do the hieroglyphs say? Approaching towards them. Yes, like I said, on yours would hand Citra the key to the door. She grins while she takes it. <laughs> Checking for traps. <laughs> and then she checks the door for traps. Well. So you may make a perception rule to check the door for traps. I don't know if you want to hold on Eurus oh. off from reading anything until you've actually checked it for traps in case yeah. there's any runes yeah. or something. No reading. That's going to get you in trouble. Wait. Eurus would have to resist the urge to like roll his eyes and just kind of hold his hands up like, fine. What did you make on your perception roll? I don't know. I dropped my dice. <laughs> dice it was down. a 20. Dice dice. down. It was a 20. Ah. Uh, no, it's not. <laughs> It's a nine. There's We're no going to trigger all the traps. It's perfectly 100% safe. They have a key. It's fine. I don't know where my other dice went. Oh, I found it. Yeah. <laughs> Checking over the door. You don't see any traps. There's also no lock. 
You can just push this open. Oh, then what does Kiko do? Hmm. Maybe somewhere further inside. All right, read the door. I, I will let the party make a wisdom check if they so wish. Seems like a bad plan. Oh, dang it. Oh. Gosh darn. I got a five. I got a 10 for Sudi. I got a 19, even well, with go. my penalty. Cool. Uh, with the 19 and 23 for Citra and uh, on Eurus, the only thing that you've run, run into in this place that has been locked was that chest that you found in the master oh, bedroom. Oh, that makes sense. We unlocked that, right? But yeah, you picked picked it. it. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, the key. And this key has the crests on it, so I just kind of assumed it would be for the mausoleum. You mean I picked Uh, that lock for nothing? Reading the hieroglyphs on the door. Hey, the enjoyment of your personal, like, life goals. The pride of doing something well. Onuris would look over the hieroglyphs. May defilers be cursed by the gods until the day of their judgment. You should stop reading. (laughs) I mean, this no. seems pretty standard, right? Yeah. I mean, Warnings about going into their tombs. We're not defiling anyone. She pushes open the door. Sakira pushes open the door. Pushing open the door. There would be a rush of cool air, which would come up from the depths, accompanied by this stale smell of age. That scent that you just kind of associate with old linen. All right. That's pretty normal. Did we have a light spell cast, or was it... I have a torch. It was pretty bright inside, so you guys weren't really worried. Though I believe Sudi did keep his torch. I've kept my torch on because I I lit it uh, in some of the darker areas. Do you want a light spell too? I have a lamp. I have low light vision, so I can probably see okay with your two light sources. Dark vision. Usually, I have the light spell on me. Yeah, because you're near the front. That's why I was asking if you wanted one. Um, sure. On yours, we'll cast the light spell. So on yours, prays out to a horse, reaches a hand towards the sun, squints. I'm going to look around on the ground to see if there are any scorpions or horrible things that could poison me. You can make a survival check if you so wish. Well, venomate me. Poison me. Nope, I roll real bad. And I get a nine. Yeah. As a rule, you just assume that there are always scorpions somewhere. That being said, you don't see any immediately around you. Or any tracks or anything leading in or out of this. Okay, I think there are no scorpions here to bite us. Well... Stinger us. Despite how heavy these doors are, they open shockingly easily with the slightest touch, almost as if something is pulling it open. Are these doors stone? Yes. Physics? Is that you? Citra kind of gives it a look because this is reminiscent of other places she has explored before. And so she goes around the backside of the door just to make sure there's nothing amiss. Do you want me to stand in the doorway so it can't slam close on us? You both could step forward if you so wish. It's a double a set of double doors. I don't want you to get squished in the doors. She's very considerate. I the probably am like from outside. You put on Eurus in there. He's thick. He's big. You stand right here. And Sagira <laughs> points like in the doorway. So that they can't slam close and lock us in here. No, forever. they can just slam closed on me. It's no, you're big fine. and you're wearing armor. You'll be good. Sure. <laughs> she pats you on the <laughs> on the shoulder and walks off. It's kind of a reach. You're really tall, right? He's six foot three, yeah. Yeah, I'm five two. You're like <laughs> a whole foot and an inch higher than me. I like reach up, and, like tap you. Onyris rolls his eyes after her, but we'll step forward. Do you step you step where I pointed? It's not exactly just because he's gonna be a little defiant. <laughs> like in the gotcha. vague area of where she points. Yes. 
In, uh, in answer to your question, the front face of the structure is about 20 feet across. Okay, uh, most of that is taken up by the 10-foot wide doorway. Mm -hmm. There are two side alleys that run on either side of the structure going back 25 feet, mm -hmm. which seems to be the outside edge. And then the back 20 feet of this, it, the mausoleum is actually built into the outside wall. Okay. That being said, the moment that you step forward and actually glance inside, there's just a set of stairs descending down. Okay. So you have no idea how Alrighty. big this mausoleum is. Did you look at the, uh, whatever it was? Yeah, I'm going to go check the door. Checking behind the doors, you don't immediately see anything. You may make a perception roll if you so wish, though. Much better. Would this count as trap finding or no? No. Okay, uh, then I got a 23. You would check behind the doors. You don't see any runes. You don't see any markings. The walls in here are adorned with hieroglyphs. Although on yours, just giving him a glance over, most of them are just standard prayers for the sanctity and safety of the dead. Mm -hmm. The light from outside would stream through this open doorway, only a short distance, although the diffuse dim light would make its way further down, and of course your lantern casts its white beam. You do hear a distant scrape. <sighs> Almost the sound of... And maybe it's your mind playing tricks on you. Almost the sound of a sheet or some sort of cloth or linen moving across stone. This whisper for a moment. And then nothing. So can I move or am I still the door brace? I don't think it's going to slam shut at the moment, but I did hear something. Are there handles on it? Could we pull it open if it does shut on us? I have a crowbar. This mausoleum was not made to be open from the inside. Mm. I mean, you don't want your undead crawling out. Don't think the purpose of this was to make undead. Did any of you pick up any pittance? I know it was a question I mean, from I, before when you're... I just have some. If, okay. if it's in my pit, I was going to say yes, rope star with pittance. Yeah, you could feasibly hammer in a pittance to hold the store Yeah, because we use pittance to make handholds on the big wheel yeah. at Akatepi's tomb. That's yeah. true. Yeah. Just keep in mind, it's going to make a lot of noise. So well, we Mr. don't need Centipede to right now. Makes, We're just going to leave... We're just going to leave this open. Well, I'm going to hammer one pit in just in case. Well, we can hammer it in if it closes on us. Yeah. As far as hammering... it closes, we can't hammer it. As far as hammering it, it, it in, you don't really need... You can actually just wedge it in where the door yeah. uh, opens up. It's like I'm putting it into the way so the door can't shut. Yeah. Oh, well, that's fine. Yeah. Sagira is going to assume that everything's okay and you heard a weird sound, but she didn't see anything. So I think that your weird sound is from downstairs and maybe we should go kill it. Well, yeah. ladies first. Great. Sigura's going to walk around to the stairs and go down them. Even from here, you can see that the stairs descend down some 15 feet or so, making their way ahead and seem to empty out into a larger room. There's no door. It just empties out immediately through an archway into a larger room. The passage is about nine feet wide, so you can stand two abreast. So feasibly, if Sudi wanted to stand alongside you, Citra could still stand behind you. Although, actually, Citra doesn't it's have trap the, spotting. Yeah, so. it's the two girls in the front yep. and... We send the ladies first. Yep. Citra <laughs> hangs out with me in the front. Yeah. But I have a light on me. It's very bright here. Well, then I'll probably douse my lamp for the moment if she's got the bright light. And Sudi cool. also has a torch, so we've got two light sources right now. Mm -hmm. So I guess Citra and Sigiro will go first with Onuris and Sudi right behind them. Check for pressure plates and stuff, just in case. Yes, I will be very thorough with the checking. So you're just checking the archway down at the bottom, or are you checking every step down? How paranoid are we? Do you guys want me to check every single step, or just... Um, if you check every step, it's going to take you an average of about a minute to descend down this 15-foot set of stairs. 
just a minute. Yeah. Okay. I'd rather be safe than I sorry. can take a minute. We've seen some pressure plates before, so not okay. in this place, but in other places. It's not like we have any uh, spells that are going to run I'm, out. I'm not going to make you roll six times. Just roll once for... Roll or you can feasibly take ten. No, I rolled better than ten on that one. So this is for trap finding, so... Twenty. You would crouch, checking every stone step as you begin to descend your way down, paranoid over God knows what they may have put in to actually keep their, their dead safe. Or keep their undead contained. You'd reach the bottom of the steps without incident. Hmm. From here, you can see into the next chamber, as can Sagira, who's walking alongside of you. And Sudi and Onuris, following up behind, can see most of the chamber, especially if you kind of tilt your head down and glance past them. The hall opens up into a large room. No, a room. (laughs) (laughs) A stone altar sits upon a raised stone platform in the center of the square chamber. Keratid columns carved in the likeness of male and female figures with their arms crossed over their chest and kopishes or onks in their hands would stare at each, each corner of the platform. Empty torch holders are built into all four corners of the room and two stairways exit from the room. The one that you came in and then one on the opposite side of this chamber past the platform. What was on the altar? Looking at the altar, you can see your light glints off of something, almost as if there's some sort of fluid or residue, what does and on- a few scraps of cloth. Hmm. What does Onuris see with his dark vision? The same. I have 60 foot dark vision. I should yeah, well, the, see this, more this chamber is the exact same size. Oh. The, like, this chamber is 20 feet across from one it's, side to the other, yeah. so there's more than enough for bright illumination it's for It's not because here. of the light. But there are scraps of some sort of cloth as if something once lay on top of oh, this altar. I heard the clothy things. Although you don't see anything now. There looks to be a carving across the top of this, although from here you can't discern what the carving is of. Sekiro wants to check for tracks. I'm going to go check out the carving then. On Onuris will make his way forward. You are so you push past Sekiro as she's checking for the tracks? I assume you're just checking for the tracks in the doorway here. No, no, I need to go. Sagira's going to approach that altar and look for traps, tracks leaving the altar because okay. maybe it's a horrible. So Sagira's going to go looking for tracks. Sudi is. I'm going to actually examine these columns. Okay. Citra wants to. Citra wants to keep an eye out uh, because if something crawled off of that altar, she wants to be ready. So and, keeping a weather eye out. And on Uris, we'll make his way forward to inspect the altar. Making your way into the chamber, though. I suppose spreading out as you begin to approach. Um, Onuris is going to go ahead and just draw his kopesh as he starts to make his way forward. I was just kind of assuming all of you had oh, the yeah, I, in here, I assumed we had everything out. I just want to state it so it's like out there in the universe when Onuris we inevitably is, get attacked. Your shield is a light shield? Light uh, steel shield, Okay. Yes. Yeah, so you didn't even have to put that away to improve your stealth bonus or anything while you're sneaking earlier. You mean when I, he was walking quietly, yeah. trying to? Yeah, okay. Air I'm going to teach you how to do the stealth <laughs> walk when Quotes we get around out here. quietly. <laughs> You'll teach us ancient Assyriani, and I will teach you how to walk on the balls, of your, <laughs> balls of your feet. The chamber, again, is not overly large, despite the fact that I initially said it was a large chamber. A majority of this chamber is taken up by this altar in the center, as well as the columns, to the point that there's really only a five-foot-wide walkway around the outside of this chamber. Hmm. As you would make your way forward, I imagine you would split basically heading left and right, Sagira beginning to look for any sort of tracks around the altar yeah, itself. Sagira like whaps uh, at people that are in her way. Like, get out of do not mess up tracks. Sudi. Actually, I'll go ahead and have Sagira, Sudi, and Onuris all make me an ultra religion if you have it. I do. 
it's also a low enough DC that you can feasibly roll it, even if you don't have it. I get a five. Uh, Sudi gets a 14. <laughs> On yours, gets a 27. That seems right. <laughs> well, with a five, eh. I'm not really looking at that. Both Sudi and Onuris, though, would recognize... Sudi, first off, glancing over the columns, you would recognize these columns as being pretty much just kind of depictions of guardians. The Kopeshes are here as effectively protecting this figure from anyone coming down the stairs into the crypt, or at the very least protecting this shrine. The two columns on the opposite sides holding the ox seem to be representative of maybe some sort of passage into the afterlife. Hmm. This would concur with Onuris' thoughts also as he would glance over the shrine here and realize that this, in fact, is a shrine. Carved across the top of this is an antiquated version of the Spiral of Phrasma, done in a much more hieroglyphic-esque relief. Although in this case, it seems to almost be more of a serpent or serpentine in design, spiraling inwards. With your knowledge religion check, you would know that that was sometimes used by the ancient Osirians. If I can get a perception roll from the party... And I'll give Citra a plus two since she's kind of perched looking around while the rest of the party's exploring. What terrain is this? Underground. Underground. Okay. I got a 20. Sigur 20 from Sigura. Uh, Sudi gets a nine. Citra gets a 22. 22. Onuris gets a 23. 23. Onuris, you would kind of make your way up towards the platform. Look it over, just kind of nodding. I suppose informing the group that this is a shrine to Phrasma. You can see marked around the outside of the shrine are a number of names. It's a very small number, effectively, of family names or cartouches carved into the outside of the shrine with places for dozens of more. Well, the Plague of Madness kind of ruined that whole thing. You would see something shift at the edge of your vision. And since you're perched where you are, you would hear a slight movement. You would have enough time to ready your weapons. Onuris would have enough time to dart his eyes up, staring across the top of this altar as a shambling form of an emaciated, wrapped figure would step out of the darkness, twitching as it turns its vacant gaze towards all of you, wrapped from head to toe in bandages and linens and reeking of the incense of the dead. It would stiffly begin to shamble forward with shocking speed. As I will need initiative from the party. That's the oh, tracks I was looking for. Boy. I smell like incense too, you know. Are you my mummy? No. Ah, I rolled poorly. I rolled really well. too. Oh, so I get to act in the surprise attack round. Is that yes. thing that's happening? Hey, I get a bonus. Man, I got a 20 and I missed it. Just barely. <laughs> Shockingly dead things, fairly stealthy. He's wrapped in cloth. Just because he's wrapped in cloth doesn't mean he's an actual mummy. I really hope that that's the case, because otherwise we're in he's some real deep fast. trouble. I don't know, guys. That looks like a mummy. Looks like a mummy. To the pawn looks like a mummy, so that's a clear giveaway. Mm -hmm. I don't know. From my view, uh, since it's so far away, it kind of looks like a guy with like branches coming off of it. He is not a fun elemental bro. <laughs> it's, uh, it's, it's linen wraps like flying around. Oh, yeah, because they're kind of flapping in the wind. Mm -hmm. Well, the flapping in the non-existent wind. Closer you guys are here for mummies, Mask. I guess we mummies. should have expected mummies. Expected. I was counting on it. All right. So going around the table here, we've got 
Jessica? Uh, Sigara gets a 20. 20. Jordan? Sudi has a 5. 5 for Mr. Sudi Contour. Rachel? Citra got a 6. Slightly better than Sudi. Man, go team. Heather? Honduras gets a 16. 16. I'll roll from my guy here. Okay. Gonna put him up towards the top here. Oh boy. Uh, and actually, I will need Onuris to roll off. 13. Okay. So combat breaks out for our heroes round, or sorry, surprise attack round. Onuris. I'm gonna make a knowledge religion. Knowledge religion. Onuris gets a number that is that. Onuris gets a 19. I can do math, I promise. 19. Actually, make me a perception roll as well. 14 on the perception roll. There's too much substance to this thing. It looks a whole lot like a mummy. But you don't think it's dead. What? How dare you be a not undead mummy? <laughs> Do I have any idea what it might bonus. be? Can I, is there another roll? Yes. If you have it, you may roll me. Knowledge nature. I don't have that. I have that. I can do that next time. On Onuris yeah. would furrow his brow. I don't think that's dead. Are you kidding me? And then um, I guess he'll, Onuris will move up next to that altar. So, yeah. There you go. Okay. If you're moving between the altar and the column, you're going to need to make an escape artist. Okay. Oh, sure. Why not? Okay, actually, I rolled a perfect 20 on that. So oh, 21. I thought you were going to get stuck and it was going to be hilarious. <laughs> oh, okay. On your somehow manages to gracefully glide through that space. Where was that when we were trying to stealth? Cool. You can continue your movement if you so wish. And, but. Yeah, I'm going to move. Are you going to get directly in my way? Is that what you're doing right now? I'll go around the other way. Squeeze again. I will need a second escape artist check as you just go squeezing <laughs> once again. <laughs> 19. 19? Very good. Wow. <laughs> well done. He was not trying to sell <laughs> earlier. Sagira's like, mmm. Sagira makes another mental so Somebody's move. been sandbagging here. Glace, gracefully. Glacefully. Glace. Glacefully. On yours, gracefully maneuvers around all of this. That's what grace is when you're also gold. <laughs> Glace. Glazed. Um, yeah, Glazed I'm going to move to there. So yes, I gracefully move through those pillars in the shrine and come to face this not undead weird thing, whatever it is. I can't believe it's not undead. Somebody tell me what this is. It's a girl pouts. <laughs> that will bring us to the creature in question. Oh, we're going to find out maybe. Tom. Yours has his shield ready. Yeah, it's going to slam you with its arm. <laughs> oh, probably not. Uh, it's only a 14. No. Boo. You would duck under its stiff swing. It doesn't seem to be... Obviously, it's not any sort of undead, as you can quickly realize. Whatever it is, it seems to be kind of shaking off this almost torpid state. As if it's steadily waking um, itself back up. It's waking up whatever it is. Wake me up and... Citra, if you have knowledge nature, you may roll it. Are you sure it's my turn? Surprise attack surprise round. Surprise attack round. Oh, okay. I, was say, I rolled really low. Yeah, it's surprise uh, attack round. You get a single... I do not have knowledge nature, so... Very well. What would you uh, like to do? Pull out a bow. Ding, ding. Uh, I could, actually. I do oh. have my light crossbow. 
Because uh, if y'all are both going to be in the front line, but... Although if you firing from there, it has a ton of cover, yeah. and it's going to be a melee combat. It's going to be a rough shot. Um, but you're about to hop in there, you see her? Yeah, I mean, you can almost get to him. You could flank left. If you okay. ran around the outside, you could actually get to that the far corner of the room, closest to Jessica. Would I be in your way? No, he means, okay. he means closest here. to like act just the person, not yeah. Jessica. Oh, yeah. okay. if you could squeeze, you might be Jessica able to the get player. there. Okay, sure. yeah, I'll get over there. Uh, Citrus sees this thing and is like, Ugh, and uh, kind of deftly moves in between. Uh, much more gracefully than uh, her counterpart on yours, despite how well he did. <laughs> hey, he was graceful right there. It's never going to happen again, but it worked this time. <laughs> yeah, we're like giving you the look like that never happens. What the crap? Nope, it was the oil. He oiled himself to be extra shiny. No, he did not do that. Sagira <laughs> so thinks he does that on the right. He's also covered in glitter in her estimation. So... That brings us to round one of combat. Onuris is closed into melee range of the creature. Uh, Citrus circling around the outside of the room. And Sudi and Sagira have now become aware of this beast. Oh. Bringing us to Sagira. I'm going to know something about its nature, possibly. Knowledge nature. Oh, wow. Um, know a thing. 26. With a 26, you know a lot of things about this. This is a creature called an adhere. Adherers look vaguely like embalmed and mummified corpses wrapped in dirty linens, but they are in fact otherworldly beings from an entirely different nature. Transformed by hideous process on the ethereal plane, their bodies are riddled with tiny adhesive strands that can stick to anything, effectively oftentimes causing them to be covered in basically everything around them. Uh. Although they were actually once human. Adherers have forgotten all traces of humanity and now hunt their former kindred with gleeful abandon. You may ask three questions pertaining towards the adherer. Mm, defenses. Defenses. Uh, adherers possess damage reduction, although knowing what overcomes their damage reduction is a separate question, and also possess spell resistance. Mm. In addition to that, they are coated with a sticky adhesive. This adhesive means that any weapon that strikes it has a chance of effectively just sticking to the creature. Any being that strikes it with a natural weapon has a chance of being grappled by the creature, although the creature does not gain the grappled condition. Rick says as he looks directly at Sudi <laughs> slash Jordan, who's like, uh-oh. It's going to rip your hair right off your little paws. Yeah, <laughs> Free waxing for everyone. No. Hit it with your face. There is a means by which to bypass this adhesive, although that is a separate question okay, pertaining to like the special those quality. Are the two questions yeah, there's our two questions. I need to know damage reduction. I need to know how to not be stuck to this creature. Very well. Damage reduction. There is nothing that bypasses its damage reduction. That is a damage reduction of five uh, everything. How dare you, damage reduction non mummy? <laughs> oh, that's that's gonna be a problem for me. As far as its adhesive is concerned, fire can temporarily burn away an adhered as adhesive coating. It has to take a fair amount of fire damage Ow. before that happens. So I can't just whack it with my torch. Yes. At which point it will burn away its adhesive, but only for a matter of seconds. Uh, mm. Universal Solvent 
alchemical yeah, solvent or similar fluid removes an adherent release. Yes, your gugon. If you have any gubagon, it will work very well for the adhesive. I feel on like this that thing. like should just be in adventures like kits. It's just and here's your bottle of gugon. Uh, also, if you're sitting there going, "What the heck is gugon?" Um, gugon is a solvent that actually dissolves every type of adhesive, including glues. Who doesn't um, know what gugon is? No, no, literally, literally, I, w- I didn't find out about this until I was 18 years old, and I was like, "This is the most magical." We are sponsored by Gugon. We're not, we're not sponsored okay, by them. No. We would be okay with that, though. Gugon for all your adherer battles. Adherer. Well, and and yeah. other sticky things like I guess mimics. You you would also know two further things. Technically, the adhesive that coats it is actually because of tiny filaments that protrude from the body of this thing. Oh. It can actually retract those at will, allowing it to drop any object that is stuck to it as a free action, or disengage from a grapple as a free action, or to then do a strike and not stick somebody if it wants yes. to. Yeah. In addition to that, you would note that you can actually scrape adhesive off of it. It is very potent adhesive. Uh, it does not last for more than an hour. Oh. Sigurd yeah. so would say, this is not a mummy. This is an adherer. It sticks to you. Be careful. Uh, and then she's going to rush forward. I like to think that maybe Sigurd studied some of the other planes and everything interested in their own heritage. And that's why she knows about, like... <laughs> I know right. about adherers. They come from the ethereal plane. I also like to think that she was like, seen one before and been like, mommy. And somebody was like, no, let me tell you about this thing. <laughs> Don't touch it. And then okay. you ran for your life because they're pretty high challenge right now. Oh, yeah, 100%. And then she's... Gonna whap it? Gonna whap it. She's gonna slash with her kopesh. Do you have any cool. more of your elemental stuff left? I only get that once a day. Burn through it all in that swarm. Yep. I rolled real good, though. I get a 28 to hit this thing. A 28 will strike your target. Oh, I'm going to stick my weapon to it. And that is going to be 11 damage. So, your, 6. Your blade viciously cuts into the side of this thing. A yellowish pus-like fluid would spray forth from it. Gross. You will need to make me a reflex save. I'm going to try to yank my weapon back before it gets stuck. Well, that was not the best reflex save I've ever made. Is it fear? <laughs> um... You will be. Uh, uh, no, it is not. <laughs> 13. Your blade is jammed you? stuck to the side of this thing as you begin to kind of wrench it. Mother. <laughs> <laughs> it does that. It sticks things. <laughs> Let me demonstrate. So your weapon is currently stuck to it. You can keep a hold of your weapon. You don't You don't actually take any penalties right now. You just can't use that weapon. You're just grabbing onto the hilt okay, of it. I'll on your next turn, you can use a move action to try to dislodge the weapon. Okay. That action does provoke an attack opportunity. This. <laughs> okay. On yours. Think about my life. On yours would click over at Sagira It'll and stick. her weapon situation. Oh, if only Sagira moved a little further. And then. Oh. Yeah. Well, I scared it was going to whap me. And then just it's, sigh. It's a viable fear. And on yours will swing. Very well. With a 15. Be fast. A 15 will not strike the target. Or just I, don't hit it. I just um, feel like he's kind of like. Yeah. Man. On your stop sandbagging. <laughs> I know you're better than you are. Your blade would chip off the column next to you before you'd spin back around to face it. Sagara like leans over like around the column to look at you and give you a what? What are you doing? These are very tight. Keep in mind that Onuris <laughs> is currently wedged with this monster on one side of him, two, two columns, columns on pressing the other on either and side. Shrine behind me. Onuris <laughs> is like not going anywhere. You just guys. slippy slid through there. We know you're holding out on us. <laughs> Is this a swarm I could maybe use my shield on? No? <laughs> Activate my shield. That's not the help. That will bring us to the adhere. 
It's going to do yeah, stuff. It lashes out with its fists. How dare you? Sagira's actually hit it, and her weapon's stuck to it. He's going to whap me. 18. Yeah, that whaps me. He wraps me with his whapping. Oh my gosh. Slams you for four points of damage. Okay. And nothing else. The end. I'm nearly positive the answer to this will be yes. 33 to beat your combat meter defense. Yeah. Wow. You are grappled. Wow. As it slams a fist onto you. It then lashes out with its other fist that on Eurus. Yeah. This thing likes to cuddle. Uh, only a 15, though. Nope. It- Very well. I imagine you would slam yourself back against the altar since you don't want to bring up your shield and get it stuck to this Rest thing. Save me. <laughs> Although actually as your elbow would kind of hit back onto the altar, it'd take you a little bit of force to wrench it back away. Oh. As this thing seems to have possibly just been sleeping on top of this altar, hence this That's the goo! Goo that you saw atop it. Goo. The altar is sticky. Don't jump on it. Kind of leave like a layer of flesh behind. Like Wasn't you. planning on it. But uh, good to know. Miss Citra Nahamra. I'm going to flank oh, with you, got, maybe, but I'm currently cuddled. We got we got fancy with my name there. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I last named you? You last named me, yeah. Onuris does not have a um, last name. Onuris is like Madonna. Anymore. Well, I'm going to uh, move... Onuris has a last name, just doesn't want to use it. I'm going to move in and uh, try to attack it and hope I don't get stuck. Oh. I'm probably going to get stuck. Onuris kind of looks at you like, good luck. You may not. You're roguey and flippity-floppity. So you close on the thing... Citra uses her kukuris where they kind of do it with the blade is flat against her forearm so she kind of brings them up and she kind of uh, wrenches her arm across and tries to slice it without getting anything more than like a tiny bit. She's going to paper cut. I'm going to paper cut this thing to death. She wants to hit it but she doesn't want to Like I don't want to lose my kukuri. I like my kukuri. That's why on yours missed because he was kind of like Chigura gave you a dirty look. Oh I was one away from a crit. I don't know. Sounds like a good roll, though. Yes, it was a 23. A 23 will strike your target. Oh, but I'm not sneak attacking it. I can't. Well, because uh, no, I'm stuck you're here. not flanking it. Okay. I'm grabbed. All right. I get it for six points of damage. Very well. You would slice it, nicking across the thing. I will need you to make a reflex save. 13. 13, your kukri sticks solidly to its shoulder as you slice your blade in. Mm. Only the tip of it, but you can't wrench that back free now. Yuris looks back over his shoulder at Sudi and just shakes his head. (laughs) Speaking of (laughs) the cat named Sudi. He's like, ooh. You are going to lose all of your fur if you try anything on this. Wasn't planning on it. Uh, Sudi puts his hand on the column next to him and pushes off of it as he he begins streaming around the corner using his monk speed to get all the way behind Citra. Oh, I was going to say, actually, it's 30 feet of movement to get in front of Sakura. Oh, provoke, but it puts I in melee don't range. want oh, to put no. it myself oh, okay. in melee range. Uh, so he will draw a dagger and then throw it o- over Citra's shoulder, trying to impale it in this thing. Very well. It's going to get an AC bonus for the cover, and you're yeah. going to take a minus four for throwing it in melee. Yeah, I know. So we'll see what, how this goes. Fairly well, actually. Uh, so that is going to be a 16. A 16 will not hit it with its cover. Sad. All as right. your blade goes whistling past, it's starting to move faster, as if it's shaking uh, off no. its torpid state and moving yeah, with much greater celerity. I have a dumb plan. Oh, goody. <laughs> I have a dumb plan. I'm going to grapple it. <laughs> 
That will bring us to Segura. Segura, you are grappled. That's the dumb plan. I'm going to grapple it back. <laughs> You're going to attempt to reverse the grapple. Yes. Oh my goodness gracious. I don't know. It's grappling right. me. You're, I'm, I'm not stuck to you. I'm not stuck to you. You're stuck to me. You need to make a combat maneuver check. Oh <laughs> god. Okay. I suppose you would release your kopesh because you need a free hand to grapple with. I was like, if you're going to be stuck to me, I'm going to be stuck to you. And maybe I can make it worse at things. It worked with that hand. It's kind of like when you're gluing a miniature and you get your fingers glued together. (laughs) And then you use your other hand to try to dislodge it and also just glue those fingers together. Well, that's what I was afraid to what's going to happen to Sudi is he's literally going to stick all four of his limbs and just be like being carried by this thing. Okay. My combat maneuver bonus is a 22. 22. You have successfully grappled it. Wow. As you grab onto it as well. Can I do anything else? You have given it the grappled condition. That was your standard action, so no. Take a five foot step into the flank. I imagine you're kind of like Black Widow right yeah. now, where you like wrapped your thigh around its neck and like are pulling it down. That's to the right. I'm very small, so yeah. yes. I Although move in this case, it'd be Black Widow if she was then immediately glued to the guy. <laughs> Yeah, uh, so it'd be like I'm, Black yeah. Widow fighting Clayface or something. <laughs> I then oh, like wiggle universes. myself over. Now you're both grappled. Yes. Now they're both grappled, oh, okay. but she was already grappled to begin with. But now he also has the. Hey, but you could get in these stairs and have a. It's like those UFC fights where they're both just kind of holding each other, yes. and you can't yes. really tell if what's the, going on. Yeah, yeah we're the but, UFC. Are they hugging happening? it out? What's going on? <laughs> that grapple did provoke an attack of opportunity, though. Okay. Eighteen. That always hits me. All right. You know what? Fine. You get grappled anyway. F you, Mr. Guy. Uh, so he slams you for four points of damage. Okay. So now on yours. 19 to hit this thing. A 19 will strike your target. For uh, 10 points of damage. Your blade slicing into the back of this thing. Seemingly doing something. I will need you to make a reflex save. 18? 18. You would manage to wrench your blade back free, although a sticky goo still... St- Covers and coats the front of your coat. Uh, looks really disgusted right now. Don't even talk about it on Yuris. <laughs> I didn't say anything. I see your, your face. <laughs> it's in your eyes. I can see your face. That will bring us to oh, the yeah, uh, I'm attached to this guy. <laughs> I guess. Technically, we're in both people's squares. That's what I said. I'm pretty oh, yeah. sure a 39 will beat your combat maneuver defense. It does. All right. It establishes itself as the dominant grappler. It's beginning to start to pin you. It also does its slam. So many damage. inappropriate jokes right now that I'm not going to make because we're a family-friendly channel. That's uh, right. Only three points of damage, though, from uh, as he basically began crushing you. One of his sticky hands would grab onto your throat and begin to hold. I look about halfway to dead. <laughs> I look about half dead. Citra. Well, uh, if you want to flip over, I can move in and give you the flank. Because we need something that punches through his damage. He is flanked. I mean, he is grappled. So he's worse at things. Okay, I'll (laughs) flip over and then uh, ready to attack him whenever Sudi moves into position. Oh, Sudi. Your hand wraps are going to be gone, buddy. Oh, no, I have have four more daggers. (laughs) Oh, okay. That's good. So you go darting around. Well, he's gonna. I'm gonna ready. All right, Sudi, let's do this. Citra readies. Sudi Kontar. Phrasma helps. I pull another dagger, take a five-foot step forward, triggering your ready action. Okay. Get him! 
Gosh, always you do feel one a cool lower breeze, than which may be for asthma acknowledging you. Hey, uh, good kitty. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm getting ghost scriptures from like Brasma. As Constantine says, cats are half in, half out anyway. That's right. Get another 23. A 23 will strike oh. your flank target. Excuse me, 25. 25 hey. will definitely strike your flank target. So this time I get my sneak feet. attack. Sneak attack. Do it. Sneak. 14. 14? Yeah. Cool. That's a vicious Your blade viciously slices across this thing as you trill along the edge of your arm. I will need you to make a reflex save. 15? You had managed to keep this blade. I think you left your other kukri sitting on the other side of it. So (laughs) Citra goes for for a faster slice across of him this time and manages not to lose her kukri and its sticky mass of nastiness. That's true. Well, we still have Sudi's turn. Okay, so then I will uh, attempt to slice it with my dagger. See if I end up slicing it or piercing it. Uh, step forward, move action to pull another dagger. So that'll, action to step. that'll play. Uh, so that's a 25. 25 will hit your flank target. That's a threat. That is a hit threat roll to confirm. Uh, a 22 to confirm. A 22 will confirm your critical hit. Yes. All right. So, so he buries his blade viciously. Really? Really, D4? Why <laughs> you do this to me? Uh, eight points of damage, so I do three. Criticaling it. Yay. So you bury your blade into its shoulder. <coughs> it spasms, but continues to try to crush Sakura's windpipe. Okay, reflex so then save. reflex... So I get a 21. A 21. You keep your dagger as you wrench it back free of its shoulder. You just have to move really fast. A long, viscous yellow strand would stretch between your blade and its gaping wound as you try to shake that off. Oh, this is so gross. Like when you're using crazy glue and it just kind of... (laughs) Yeah, it just kind of like stands going up. I think this is what's defiling the place. (laughs) From Sudi, we go to top of the initiative. Segura Mm. What is the best plan at this current juncture of my life? Reverse the grapple. You can try to reverse the grapple. I'm going to reverse the grapple, I guess. I could hit it, but my Kukri's doesn't do a whole lot of damage, so... And my Kopesh well, isn't it is also, stuck. Yeah, I was, yeah, was going to say, yeah. Or my Kopesh is stuck. Yeah, yeah, she just let go of her Kopesh so that she grab onto it. All right, let's do this. Let's see if I can... Everybody's just stuck in this like ball of goo in the center of the, or in the side of the room. I'm always grappling things. This is pretty know. much every time I fight a gelatinous cube. It's pretty much like this. Like this. Nineteen. Nineteen will not reverse the grapple. Aww. As you would struggle with it, it's kind of difficult considering that the hand you initially grabbed it with is still just stuck to it. I'm gonna move action, pull my kukri. I guess. Very well. So you would heft your kukri. Try to bring it to bear as we cut over to Onurus. Kill it. Kill it before he squishes me. We're running out of time, Onurus. 17. A 17 will strike Don't your grapple target. Don't make me feel bad. Ah, you will feel bad if I'm dead. I only do six points of damage when I nick it. You would nick it, making a reflex save. Uh, 20, or no, sorry, 19. 19, very well. Did you manage to keep your blade in hand as you wrench, wrench it back free, bringing us to the adhere? Jessica? Yeah. Jessica. Uh, <laughs> well, a 36 beats Sagira's combat maneuver defense. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wait, sorry. 
41 it's maintaining. <laughs> oh, that would beat some dragons combat. Yeah, he could puddle a dragon real hard. Put these things in like a bag of holding and throw it at a dragon later. That's what we'll do. As an interesting side note, it actually can grapple things larger than one size exactly. category, larger than itself. So, of course, it can so. grapple up to huge. There we go. Uh, it would pin you. I'm pinned. If you'll flip your card over, you'll see the pinned rules on the I'm back pinned. of your card. Using condition as, cards. As a side note, yes. Yeah, quick yeah. shout out to the Game Mastery condition cards. I love the crap. Uh, those are the things. best card deck to get, for sure. Um, on yours, but let out a swear in Ancient Assyrian, as he does. I can start to I, get a hand basket. I, take a I recognize that. <laughs> you only learn the curse words? <laughs> <laughs> Just like when you're learning any language. Secure you always learn the curse words first. <laughs> I mean, that's the best words to know, but sure. <laughs> She probably heard him say it in the library. <laughs> I was like, what does that mean? And he was like, oh. Uh, it means uh, You also take three points of damage. Oh, okay. The damage isn't too bad, to be honest. Let's be honest. At some point, Citra probably actively tried to like come up and scare you because she's super stealthy <laughs> just to get you to say it. Speaking of Citra being mean crazy, to things, crazy. Citra. <laughs> I'm going to continue. Scare it, Citra. Scare it to death. <laughs> I'm going to go for another palm strike and try to slice on a more vital area of this nasty... Na- <laughs> nasty movie. Against this nasty thing. It's like the yellow guy right. from Sin City. Anyway. I was trying to pause so he could cut the... <laughs> yellow guy Oh my gosh, he is like the yellow guy from Sin City. Nasty. I haven't seen that in forever. Oh, wait. I wasn't going to use that dice. I didn't even see the second one of those. <laughs> did, did you look at your dice roll before going? Wait, I wasn't. No, that. no. I've been meaning to use this one because that one is the devil. Yeah. Well, been, Jordan touched it with me. I didn't help. do much better anyway. I only got an eight on that one. Yeah, that's part of the reason. Uh, an eight will not hit your target even flanked. I got Jordan so. luck on it. Jordan hit last time. I don't think I'd be talking about Jordan. I was say, I critical last time. Yeah, because he gave me his. Ah, oh, yeah. Speaking of Jordan, Sudi's turn. Sudi, kill it. Take kill his it. dagger again. Yeah. Party still sits wedged in this corner. Anuris literally has nowhere he can go. He is stuck. Sudi's always cuddling things. Sudi uh, gets a fourteen. So. 14? No. no. As, as Sagira sits there, struggles with this thing as it wraps both hands around her neck it's and starts me. squeezing. She just watches her party members ineffectually <laughs> flail at it. Hey, I hit it. You did nick it for I, I like one point it. of damage. <laughs> well, you haven't hit it. You didn't hit it this round. It's more just like as the lights begin fading from Sagira's eyes as this thing starts choking around. The last thing she around. sees is us whiffing. I have yeah. many hit points left, considering it does like three points of round. Well, as long as it doesn't suffocate you. That yeah. brings us to Sakura. It hasn't started suffocation yet. Um, I'm going to try to escape because that is all I can do. Yep. <laughs> so, so, so escape so, artist or combat maneuver bonus? Well, since my dexterity is lowered, I'm going to do my combat maneuver bonus. Probably for the best. Because otherwise they're the same. Oh, I rolled real bad. 13... You would flail against this thing, but with, are uh, unable to break free. With Onyris's ranks and heal, does he know CPR? Probably. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> For when she's not breathing. Or you could, like, heal me or something. Onyris. I'm going to swing at the thing with a 18. An 18 will strike your target. Onyris will splash with it, with Akintepi's Kofesh and Get him, to do nine points of damage. Get him. You would still manage to viciously slice your blade into this thing's back. 
it continues to crush the life out of Sagira. I think I lost my Kopesh, guys. I only get a 13 on my reflex save. Your blade is just rammed, stuck into its back as this uh, as Sagira looks up at this almost porcupine-looking thing now <laughs> with all these blades sticking up. I'm going to keep hold of it. All right. That brings us to the uh, adhere. What is your combat maneuver defense? A 19? 19. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's not funny. I was like, I'm does sorry. this thing even have to roll? <laughs> Not really. Yeah. Uh, hey, it rolls a nat one. It continues crushing you. Ah, you would take eight points of damage as it, it hurt begins digging its fingers into your neck. I was really rolling low for the damage before. I'm hurt. CPR, I don't know. I know it. Both CPR, you better heal me so I don't die. Because <laughs> then it gets its full dex back. It becomes harder to hit. Says Jessica out of character. Because Segura's going. <laughs> Just say Segura's not saying nothing. <laughs> Whose turn is it? That will bring us to Citra. All right, I'm going to go for it again. Murder it dead. I'm trying. She goes for the attack. Okay, 21. 21, yeah. You would wait until it would be distracted by, like, Onyurus's blade burying into its back. Rachel's having a real problem with keeping her dice Apparently. labeled today. They're excited. Uh, that would be nine points of damage. Four points of damage. As it would turn its gaze back to you. You would bury your kukri to the hilt in its eye, yes. dragging it down to the ground. You poked it around the eye. Stickly trying to shake yourself free of it. I imagine it's very comical. Like, then I put my boot on its face to pull my kukri, and then my boot gets stuck, and so I put my other boot. <laughs> and then I'm just like, ah! And Sagira, like, looks at you and says, me! Sagira, <laughs> it would roll off from on top of you, although its hands would slacken. They are still stuck to your neck as it would roll They're off. On me. Flopping to the ground. Can Sagira remove these hands? <laughs> what do you get taking 10 on a combat maneuver bonus? 17. Not easily. Somebody help me. Uh, I mean, Sudi could aid another. Basically, okay. pull on your... It. <laughs> pull, pull on, yeah, pull on your... Yeah, pulling on it as well and, and ripping it off. And do you need... Using his hand wraps healing. to keep himself from getting his first Are stuck. you seriously asking if I need healing? Do you not see my body covered in gross things and death? Look at this bruising. She points at her neck. On yours gives you the same blank look I'm giving you right now. On yours is the worst, man. <laughs> Heal me, please. <laughs> you get 11 hit points back. I need more. <laughs> that gets me to half health. I had six hit points left. All right. So while um, Onuris is healing uh, Sagira, Citra. Don't touch me, though, because you'll definitely like be stuck. I <laughs> have to touch you. Touch the top of my head. I think it doesn't have goo on it. <laughs> Citra is going to uh, try and wrench everybody's weapons off while the healing is going on for Sagira. Okay. It'd be pretty difficult for you. It's a DC 17 strength check, but um, get another nine. Wow, wow! I can't like build up my speed and just go. <laughs> no, <laughs> run. You know? It's it's more just like tugging. It's more or less you can take the time to take 20 to wrench each one of them. I'm yeah. good. I, I should be okay, yeah. probably. Yeah, I think all. I mean, even I have a plus three strength, and I wouldn't be able to. I have a plus four. I could it. yank on it now that I'm not dead. That's I have a plus zero. Incredible DC. Okay, Sagira's gonna maybe be the one that yanks these weapons out. No, you're getting healed. I'm doing this. I just can you do this? I can if I take 20. She can yeah. take her time. Oh, okay. I don't have much magic left, but we should be okay to carry on for a little while longer. I'm so sticky. Sudi uh, recovers his thrown dagger and then takes the other one that actually hit. I can and, do like, nothing about the sticky. Yeah. I guess he like wipes it off fire. in a pant leg or something. Cause That's gross. not going to help. That's just going to stick your hand to your pant leg. 
I don't know. I've, I've got to have something to try to get the it off I of it so I can sheathe it. Create some more water. I don't know if that'll. I'm help. just gonna we use try, the sticking. We can try that. I mean, you guys know hand. that the adhesive will fade away in an hour. The water does pretty much nothing. Use okay. the adhesive to stick it into your hand real good. <laughs> so I guess Sudi, Sudi will carry a torch in one hand and the stagger in the other hand. Are they glued together? No. no. <laughs> Um, Seguros are. But uh, Sudi created the hit torch him. dagger. What, how much XP did we get for oh, that yeah. monstrosity? For defeating the adherer, you do garner experience. For defeating a challenge rating of three, netting the party 200 XP. Uh, removing the linen that's kind of on top of the altar, is there anything else on no. there? And also that linen is now stuck to you because it's also covered in any Stop touching things, cat! <laughs> Man, this is one of the times I really wish I had claws so I could just have like just a little baby the bit. cat thing where like they, when you like put a sticker on them and they yeah, freak and they out. Yeah, flail their hand. Yeah, he's kind of doing that. I don't know about the rest of you, but I am taking a long, scalding hot shower whenever I get back. There's not really showers. Yeah, I was like, I was like, the, the equivalent what of a shower is that? create watering Baths. on top of yourself. Yeah. I Baths. will have a luxurious bath. I will have a long, scalding hot bath. And I will get someone to scrape me. I think I would have preferred <laughs> to fight the centipede over that. Because are like, we're going to just celebrate by going to one of like the nice bathhouses in town and getting <laughs> mm-hmm. some like nice volcanic rock scrubs. Yeah, some hummus. <laughs> that's, that's, oh, that sounds that like that'd be bad happening. for my, skin, my uh, fur. <laughs> you need a uh, lice brush. I, I was going to say, I just, need, I just need like a really, really good brushing. Sagira looks down. She's covered in stickiness. There's nothing she can do about it. Ooh, dirt. Is there dust on the ground? Everywhere. She covers herself in dust so she's not sticky. She's just covered in dust. Very well. That That's works. Not a bad idea, actually. So he takes his dagger and kind of runs it through the dirt as well. Yep. Here's your falcata. So, He's not going to sheathe it, though, because that's dirty. Falcata. After everyone is finished with their dirt baths, Onuris is like, so... Uh, <laughs> I learned this trick from Onuris. No, no, not you. From Sudi. Sudi. The cat. I don't know. There are stairs. Do they end in the man made of duct tape? I have dark vision. What do I see? Down you can just see that they descend down about 20 feet and then enter into another room without 20, a door. You can't see anything else. About 20 feet else. down and there's a door. All right, fine. Sagira is finished with her dust bath and takes her kopesh and then motions oh, for, for a... kopesh, you're not falcata. Yeah. Here's your falcata. <laughs> a falcata? I mean, sorry, <laughs> kopesh, <laughs> <laughs> it's a weapon. It's fine. Um, here's your coat. Here's your curved yes, sorting thing. You. Take it. And then I pr- prepare to go down the stairs, and then I uh, like do a little like hand waving motion for Citra. Like go for. Also, do I look like your dog? You have to check for traps. Yeah, don't you treat should. me like that. I'll break your fingers. Ask no, you will politely. Not. She will break your fingers. Ask politely, or you die. If she can hit me, <laughs> she didn't hit that thing very well. Uh, excuse me, I'm the one who got rid of it for you. Maybe I should have just left him with his sticky hands around your neck. Sudi got his hands off me. Not without losing a little bit of fur. Also, I'm the one who killed it. He wouldn't have been able to do that if I hadn't killed it. It's true, I'm not as effective with a dagger as I am with my fists. You should be thankful. Do you want a hug? No, not when you look like that. Citra goes forward and checks for traps. Right. On your size, just a long, deep sigh. Uh, Citra can make me a perception roll. Uh, 20. Yeah, looks fine. Looks good. It looks clear to me. I'm going to open it. Descend down, down the stairs. There's no door. Oh, yeah, I'm just going to go downstairs. Yeah, you're just going to head I'm down the stairs. I'm checking all those steps, remember? Yeah. Oh, I thought there was a door. Descending down the stairs. 
Tagara plods down the stairs, grumpily. Citra rolls her eyes. On yours does the same thing. You're not covered in this goo! (laughs) I'm now dirt. As you descend down the stairs, you would find that the stairs make their way down and into what appears to be another chamber. This one looks to be maybe only about 15 feet wide and probably about 30 feet in length. Citra, as you'd reach the bottom of the step and begin to kind of make your way off, you would feel the final step depress. Oh, damn it. I'm afraid that 20 was not high enough. Gosh darn it. Tiddlywinks. DC 25 <laughs> perception <laughs> check. <laughs> Wait, do you step on it or do I step on it? I thought she was taking point. So check the, just check every stair, right? As the four of you, oh gosh. walking in single file down this 20-foot staircase, would hear spears explode from every wall oh. of the entirety of this staircase. I'm going to fall flat. Do we get a save? Do we get a reflex? It's an attack roll. Oh. All right. So starting with, you know what? I'll just go in order. So Citra, 25. Yeah. Very well. I believe following that is Segura. Mm-hmm. With a 27. Yeah. And it's on Eurus. On Eurus with a 30. Sudi. Man, I did not roll low for any of these with a 29. Yeah. And we're all skewered. And now we're dead. The end. Hope you like this adventure now. <laughs> Citra, six points of damage. Segura, six points of damage. On Eurus, four points of ah. damage. Sudi, seven points of damage. Ah! Spears would explode in every direction, ramming through the length of this chamber as they would pierce through your arms and legs and pin back to the opposite side. They don't retract as you would kind of stand here pinned to the wall. Oh, Oh, wow. Citra, you can disable device as there is a spear rammed through your left thigh is cleanly through. Oh, it didn't. It wasn't. It didn't shoot spears. No, no they just it pushed struck spears, through. Yeah. So the entire room is just a line now of spears and shafts going through the entire length of it. Sagira makes the longest sigh. <laughs> I'm sure it's through gritted teeth as you're hurting pretty bad. Uh, this is the worst day. No more going through the corridors alone or in group. It didn't matter if we uh, were in a group or not. This hurts so bad. 18. What did they say? What was that? Does not succeed. Is it 22? 22? Yeah. Okay. Is that you taking 10? Yeah. Very well. You may make a perception roll while you're doing that. Somebody's going to come eat us. Probably. Uh, 25. For a moment, it takes you the better part of a minute, as all of you are sitting here. Feasibly, if Bonyurus wants to cast any healing spells, he can in that time. Oh, there's no point in healing until the spears are removed from us. Or channeling or something. For a moment, Citri, you'd see something. Something down here. Something small. Maybe a rat, although maybe too big for a rat. It's at the furthest edge of your light. Or the light that's cast by uh, Segura behind you from the Onurus's light spell. And then it would simply seem to slink off. You would only see for a second reflective eyes staring at you from the darkness before it slinks deeper into the chambers. You would then find the trigger release. Finding that this is actually a rather complex trap. In that effectively, it's a two-step trap. By stepping on the top step, you arm the trap, and then by stepping on the bottom step, you trigger it. Mm. Whoever they hired for this one was good. I'm glad he's dead now. Um, Yours probably actually lets out a chuckle at that. (laughs) I saw something in the other room. Eyes, but it disappeared. Just two eyes? They clearly spent a lot of money on this. Well, they have a pool, so they're very rich. 
They don't play around with the afterlife. I'll actually allow anyone that wishes to make me a knowledge history, or I'd say even a disabled device. I have knowledge history. I don't have these things. Uh, I'm going to get a 13 knowledge history. On yours, it's an 18 on knowledge history. I get a 30 on disabled device. Okay. With your 18 knowledge history, as well as your 30 on disabled device, simply because you've studied numerous ancient Osiriani traps, many of the ancient Osiriani trap designers believed that it was better to prevent thieves from escaping rather than attempt to stop them from entering. (laughs) It was better just to make this their tomb once they got down here. Hmm. I'm glad they're dead. Did we have traps on the crypt at home? Oh, positive. Although you probably never triggered any of them. There's probably a lot of warnings when you were back at home of don't touch this step, don't step there, don't meet the gaze of this statue. Okay, when we go to break into your house, you're going to let us know the tracks. There are traps at the house at home, at at the house I grew up in. There were certain steps we knew not to step on. Well, that would have been nice to know before. I didn't know the traps laid out here. It could be anything. What would the DC be to, like, brace yourself on either side of this? Break your mic stand. And and bust your mic. Uh, To, like, brace yourself on either side of this and actually just, like, crab walk down the thing instead of stepping on any of the stairs. Because that might be Sudi's new... uh, Sudi is now scared of stairs. I do have a natural climb speed, so I could just climb. But Let's continue down the stairs, Gracious. This is, this we're is we're one at of the things. bottom step, right? The bottom paranoid. step triggered it. Yeah. Well, she's on the bottom step, then you're behind her. And Just don't step on that step. Experience for that. Oh, yeah, trap. You do your experience for defeating a challenge rating of three, so just as difficult as the adherent wow. you fought previously. <laughs> Netting the party 200 XP. And then we enter the room. So, and in answer to your question, Jordan, I would probably put it around a DC 20 or so just okay. to effectively press yourself. Although you have a natural climb speed. Yeah, so it wouldn't matter for me. Sense. I was just thinking for everybody else. So yeah, that'd be actually really difficult. And yours is not doing that. It's not happening. Yeah. <laughs> Reaching the bottom of the steps though. The chamber beyond, again, as previously stated, is about 15 feet wide, about 30 feet in overall length. A uh, wide exit makes its way out of the chamber, a wide arch, making its way deeper into this complex on the right-hand side. You've seen no doors. All of these have just been open archways. This is probably wide enough for two people to stand abreast. Although a second exit exits off of this chamber opposite of the entryway that you've just come in and is only about five feet wide. The air in this chamber is cool. The walls and ceiling are tiled with stone, but the floor is hard packed earth. Giving almost an unfinished look to this place. A long stone table would rest against the wall off towards your left, flanked by two large brass urns. Um, I guess... Did, uh, oh, sorry. I was just going to say, Sigur, did you take Profession Embalmer or something? I thought you were looking at something like that. I took Profession Undertaker. Undertaker. You may roll that. Yeah! She's so excited. I get a 16. This is a preparation chamber. Mm. This is a preparation chamber where they would prepare the body to be interred. Yes, this is where they'd be laid in state and mummified. This would also give an opportunity to uh, effectively have the family come down here and visit the body before it was interred in its final resting. There are two doors off of this chamber. Well, there are two arches leading out of this room. I want to know what's in those urns. All right. So Sagira's going to lightly, carefully, tiredly step toward the closest one. Very well. Approaching the two urns. They animate their mimics. Roll initiative. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not grappling that. There are also torch holders, torch holders in each of the four corners of this room. Hmm. Approaching towards the two urns, each one of these are large and brass. You may make me a appraise check if you so wish. 18. 18. 
You would know that these were used during the mummification process. More likely than not, they were here to hold the salt that would have been used to dry out the body, as well as the uh, the other one probably for the nitrates and such. Rarer instances would have been brought in here, not simply stored down here. Mm-hmm. Each one of these are empty. Mm. So they have not been used in some time. They are massive in size. You don't think that they're actually worth all that much, although they weigh about 200 pounds each. Wow. Ooh. So Ouch. they may not be actually worth the effort of dragging them out mm. of here. No. Okay. Right or left. Let's go to the left. Anyone that has a knowledge engineering may roll that as well. Nope. Nope. Not this party, huh? A lot you of guys assigned all I the I thought Sudi had ranks in knowledge engineering. I lied. I do have ranks in knowledge <laughs> engineering. <laughs> Hey. I was like, I know we've rolled that before. Hey. Somebody in this party has it. I get an eight. Eight? Yep. <laughs> it's a building. Okay. You may or may not be below ground. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm going to refrain from actually saying anything about that. So. Um, to the left, since that's the direction Sudi chose. Remember that, everyone. <laughs> there, uh, yes. Yes, yes. There's no door on the left-hand side. I thought, well, there's two air exits. There's there's a wide double arch off towards your right-hand uh-huh. side, and then then parallel the entryway that you came okay, in. So directly across is a single. So straight. Straight? All right. So by left, you mean straight. Yeah. Got it. Okay, we're going off of the side passage, not the ones that lead straight across. That seems like the safest thing to do. Yep. Well, this one would funnel there. you guys back into a uh, narrow passage. Don't Good. like. Sudi will hang back and let everybody else move forward. <laughs> Vitura will move first so she can desperately A note to game to. masters out there. Players don't like when you use the term funnel. <laughs> well, we also just got speared. We also just got base. speared in a, in a corridor, and I'm, I'm pretty keen on not having that happen again. Is so that, you're just uh, going to look for traps, too. <laughs> you may both uh, roll just perception Just in case. Check. Like, easily, you. you can aid another on... I help you. Uh, when Onuris notices Sudi's not going, he just sort of looks at him. Scared I'm waiting cat. for the all clear. You aid? I aid you. 21. Yeah, it looks fine. That's what you said last time. That is what I said last time. Well, then you can check for traps next time. <laughs> it's not as easy as it looks, people. I helped. I helped. I have faith in you because I helped you. <laughs> um, but I am going to, like, try to put as few footsteps on the ground as possible. <laughs> Take huge steps, just really big ones. So that I don't touch all the, the ground. What okay. are you doing? On my tiptoes. I mean, Citra would feel more comfortable due to the fact that this is just packed earth. This isn't worked stone anymore oh, at this right. point. So just it would be kidding. much more difficult for them to hide a pressure plate or anything in here. So okay. unless it was like a just a simple covered pit trap or something. I'm going to just. gingerly and daintily <laughs> step, but not with giant steps because I forgot it wasn't stone. Making your way forward. This hall is short. It's only about 10 feet in overall length and exits out into what appears to be another room. The walls here are unadorned. This room is tiny in size. From where you stand to the opposite side, no more than about 10 feet, maybe about 15 feet in length, although you're coming in on the center of the room, so only about 5 feet off towards your left and right. Two archways exit from this chamber. One of them makes its way to the left, although it only continues for maybe a good 12, 13 feet. The walls there are unfinished. A number of blocks have been put in place to effectively keep the dirt sealed and out of the way, but they have not been treated. There have been no carvings here. And then the passage ends there with excavation still going on, as if they were expanding this tomb, but it seems to have been abandoned halfway through. You know, because madness. Um, It probably also means the rest of this mausoleum is full. The archway off towards your right goes for about, you'd say, some 15 feet or so before entering into another room. 
What's in there? You guys make your way down that other archway? Or that other passage? I guess, yeah. On it would uh, funnel you back down to five feet as you make your way. On tippy Continuing on. Looking, looking for traps. Suji, once again, again, waiting for the all clear. <laughs> I aid you, and you're looking. Get a 21 Slash again. Slash watching our rear. That's what he's he's going to do to make it look cool. Doing rear guard. What did you make in your perception? 21 again. 21? Yeah, it looks fine. Tiptoeing forward. Tiptoeing way forward. You would enter into a large chamber. Actually, I'm not going to take that back. It's actually large. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Effectively, this passage would make its way forward before reaching a a 10-foot wide other passage. This one also seems to be expanded. So effectively, like they carved up until this point, they made this hall that adjoined to this one. And then they were in the process of expanding this hallway. The archway opens up to the south of you. And you can see a chamber that is rather spacious, about 20 feet at a side which isn't overly large, although you'd say it's probably maybe 50 feet in length, as you can only catch the furthest shadowy recesses of it with your with the light spell. Since as a human, you have regular vision, and so you can actually only see 40 feet, the illumination from the light spell. So you actually can't see the end of it. Sagira, however, with her low light vision, can see the far side of this chamber. The earthly scent that uh, has pervaded this place is strong in this chamber. The ceiling and walls are tiled with stone, but the ground is bare earth, much like the first chamber or the second chamber that you entered. Stone benches are set against the walls on both your right and left-hand side, and torch holders are mounted in the corners on either side of uh, the wide doorway that would make its way into this chamber from your right-hand side. You would know that this is the other end of the passage from the preparation chamber. So effectively, that archway would have just led into this room as well. Oh, that. As you glance about, you can see that there are the beginnings of several shallow, rough passages that have started along the wall off towards your left-hand side. But the excavations seem to be incomplete, ending in earth and rubble after only a few feet. At the far end of this chamber, opposite of where you've come in, Sagira would be able to see as it's outside of Citra's visual range, what appears to be a set of short, wide steps. These descend down a very short distance, probably no more than about three or four feet, before ending in a wide set of double doors. Hmm. The only doors that you've seen up until this point. There are steps. This is unusual. Is it? Well, why would you dig so far in a straight line, more or less, and then come to these sets of stairs that are just a little bit lower than the rest? Because everybody died, didn't they? Well, because it's... Cool no, th- this part is complete, though, because there's doors. Perhaps there they doors hadn't before. finished maybe there's putting a... in the shelving. Or there's a secret door in here. You think maybe this is a false door? Or a secret passage. I, mean, I think those are real doors. It, it could be. We haven't seen any bodies anywhere, right? No, no, you have not. That is probably the original tomb way down there. And then this would be an area that you could add shelving to put your... Put in. the urns in the canoptic jars. Mm-hmm. Maybe. And then they were obviously expanding. They expected to have many, many future generations that lived in this house. I mean, I wouldn't blame them. They're pro- where they were a prosperous family, clearly. Mm-hmm. But you know, plagues and stuff. Mm. Are you gonna look for secret doors? Yep. I was like, yeah, we should. Sister, we'll keep should. an eye peeled for those eyeballs that sit. That uh, sorry, me, Jessica, Sagira. It's going to keep an eye peeled. If you are searching for secret doors, just to give you a heads up. I rolled a one, so I don't think I'm going to find anything. <laughs> I think it's more of a time thing. Yeah, it'll probably take you about five minutes. I think we have five mm. minutes. I'll need a perception check from the party, though. Oh, no. That's better. 
I was looking for monsters, but I got a 10. Uh, Sudi gets a 25. Citra gets a 22. On yours, gets a 15. And Citra is searching the room for hidden passages. Uh, Sigiri, you are? I was looking for monsters. Checking for monsters. Sudi? Uh, rear guard. Rear guard. Very well. On yours? I guess I'm just keeping an eye out. All right. Because Citra guys... said something about eyes earlier. Just to make sure of this and not oh, tipping geez. my hand. Did you guys heal? No. I know you discussed doing it, but... No, we haven't. No. Yet. Okay. You decided we're, not to? Yeah, we're right. bleeding everywhere. I mean, on yours is only down by four, so... I'm about down, I'm down by, by 11 at this point. Yeah, I'm by down 10. by nine. We'll worry about that soon. <laughs> oh, Lord. So you would hear a slight movement. Not from the chamber that you're watching here. Well, not from effectively the hallway that you're checking behind you. But your ear would pivot into the chamber. Citra would make her way along the wall off towards your right-hand side, checking over the wall and looking for any signs of traps. Sigur at this point has walked over towards uh, the other archway leading out of this chamber and is keeping an eye both in the preparation chamber and watching towards those double doors, which seem to be the immediate threat from this room. Anyura seems to be more or less just kind of taking in this entire place, maybe lost in some sort of thought pertaining. He was just recently bringing up his own family in their crypt. You would see the light from the spells glint off of something. And after a moment, you would see a pair of eyes set low to the ground. And then you would see a second pair. Further off, you would see a third as something would slink around from by the base of one of these stone benches set against the surrounding walls. And then a fourth as sleek, skeletal, emaciated figures. The bony remnants of long dead cats. Would step forth, each one of them bearing what seems to be a gash set at the base of their throats, mm-hmm. as if ritualistically killed and interred with their master aeons ago. Mm-hmm. Then would come a fifth, and a sixth, Cats and another six. And then at this point, almost two dozen, as you would see scores of eyes staring out at you from every direction. They would begin letting out low hisses as all of you become aware before the cats would fall forward in a hairless waterfall of screeching, hissing, clawing death. And we will pick it up here next time. Thank you for listening, guys. Cats, I will point out real quick, before we go any further, this encounter... And the picture for this encounter is what sold me on this adventure path. More than anything of just a deadly swarm of undead cats. But they're not diminutive, so it's okay. They're not diminutive. Yeah, so we can actually do damage to them. So So yeah, round three against swarms on our next episode. Thank you for listening. Pathfinder.